I really can't. It just doesn't seem real. I, I can't either. I'm, I'm kind of taken back. I'm proud of us. <laughs> I just feel like we're at a point where if we're not already famous, we're right there, you know? <laughs> it is happening. Episode four. Surely. Breaking it in. All the fame. All the fans. I make so much money from this podcast, <laughs> you guys. You don't understand. Oh, man. I wish you really I wish. Wouldn't that be nice if right. we could tell the truth? I'm just yes. not capable. But we are just like, I I know, like, just ridiculously grateful for all of the comments and um, just outpouring of support that we've received. Um, the, the extra follows on Instagram. Um, oh, did we get those? Thank you. Yes. Oh. You've been social media. I'm not on social media right now, so I don't <laughs> pay attention. Yes, it's been, like, racking up. I'm like, I'm really grateful for you guys. So That's thank amazing. You. Thanks for following us. Uh, we'll try to put out some cool stuff. <laughs> like, actually. <laughs> like, oh, gosh, oh, gosh, oh, gosh, oh, yes, like, now this is the pressure's mounting. We have, <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much. This has been amazing. It's been um, like, what, we're four episodes in and I feel like we've already done a lot, but there's a, obviously like so many more things that we can cover. Um, and that we want to cover, like we want to talk about other things, um, but just the support we've gotten so far has been awesome. Yeah, for sure. Really grateful. And today we're kind of just going to keep this train rolling and uh, we feel like we've shared our stories and just what was on our hearts, what's been on our hearts for um, our, our last couple of years, our lives. Um, and so now we, we're just kind of focusing on... Um, what grad school has done for us um, and how what that journey's looked like for us um, these last mm-hmm. almost three years now that we've been in grad school, which is That's crazy. great. So much debt. <laughs> yeah. So many uh, thousands of dollars down the drain. I mean, not down the so drain. Negative, yeah. I mean, Maybe it's, there's <laughs> a reason. Who knows? But, guys, grad school's expensive. Yes. And... I just think that this journey, this process, is something that no one can compare you for, or can prepare, prepare you? you for. Yeah, that was they can't compare you for. Yeah, that too. Um, they can't prepare you for this. Um, you know, you can research and you can ask people, but your journey is going to be different, especially in this kind of program where you're really preparing your soul um, to this information, and you have to put yourself out there to get something back. Right. It's. I. I feel like in we. I'm sure mentioned this before, but like there, counseling is a kind of field where like grad school, you do learn a lot, but part of what you learn is just a lot about yourself and there's a lot of like self work that goes into it and like by no means do you come out on the other side and you like, okay, I'm like, I'm great now. I'm hurt. Like I've got it all together. Yeah. Like. I feel like people have this perception of counselors or therapists that like they're yeah, the people in your world that have everything together and it's like no we've just been three years you know two three four years however long you were in grad school like digging up all the things you haven't dealt with and then they send you out to the field and they're like okay no go help people you're like wait no but you didn't ha- I, I don't like, know what I'm all, doing now I'm all unzipped now I'm all messed up I don't know <laughs> yes, what to do yes it's a weird feeling it's, it's something that yeah like nothing prepares you for it nothing can compare to this experience and um can get you into your feelings like this 
for sure. Um, get you into your feelings. I mean, Just yes. get you right in. <laughs> for real. So, um, you want to kind of talk about just the last, like, I guess year and a half or the, since the beginning and what's kind of like transition and like what that transition was like after last year. Yeah. So I feel like, uh, We'll start kind of back towards, because we talked about how we got into grad school, and then we went on our little, like, like, we just went on our little, you know, soapbox about why our field is great, but, um, yeah, just, if you couldn't (laughs) tell, um, but, like, once we got into grad school, I feel like we need to start with, like, because in our program, at least not, maybe other counseling programs are like this, um, there's a pretty significant, like, shift that happens after your first year and a half of grad school where our first year and a half was a lot of sort of the academic a lot of the theoretical um that's when you do your ethics and your research and all that stuff Um, orientation to the field yes like here is this field here's all this like information and then after that your second year and a half of the program is all the practical pieces of it like now you're doing the work right and that's, so that's a really big shift when you're used I know like for me like I was so like I loved school I liked going listening mm-hmm. to lectures and just sitting there and just being a participant in learning I guess and, and not so much a participant in life if that makes sense <laughs> you're just an observer <laughs> yeah right? like, and I, I was the same way I this information for the last you know however long I've been in school I mean 12 I don't want to think about it it's yeah, too much. Yeah, anyway. school. No, and, yeah. And just being like a student. And then after last year, um, when we started taking helping skills and, mm-hmm. and we started doing our practicum in the spring, um, that just really shifted. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not a student anymore. Like, I'm actually doing something. But you are also still a student. It's right. a weird, like, yes. it's like, hey, by the way, um, now you're, now like, because I'm the same way. We expect way more out of you than just sitting in our classroom. Yes, like I, because I'm the same way. I love like sitting and listening and learning. Um, I'm not stellar with the homework part of it, but like the sitting and learning, I love. And I could sit and listen to people lecture and talk and kind of just absorb information all day. That's, I love that. Well, that makes and sense. That, like we've been taught to be students our whole lives. Yes, right? and and I think that's like the way like college works a lot, right? Like there's less of the experiential unless like your professors intentionally work it into your coursework, but like a lot of it is literally it's like lecture style. You sit and you listen, um, and so like we just get really good at that, and I love that part of learning, and that was really a lot of what our first year and a half was, um, and for both of us because we were psychology. Um, students in undergrad there were parts of our first year and a half that were review for us and so it wasn't yes. like groundbreaking new information um, and so that was nice too but <laughs> like then it's it, it literally is that weird moment where you leave for your winter break and then you come back and they're like okay um, you like you have your placement set up for whatever you're doing your practicum and then you walk into the school. Like, the whole, like, picking your internship and your practicum and everything, like, is such a whirlwind. Like, it is. Like, just be like, oh my gosh, like, they're going to just set me up in a school and I'm going to show up and they're just going to, like, like, and then I'm just going to be a school counselor? Like, what? Yeah, it's very weird. Or even, like, the... Like, I know, I know enough to do this. It's like, you question yourself every minute. Oh my gosh. And it's suddenly, like, I, I, think, I feel like for me, like, the, the, 
real, like, the scariest moment, the moment where maybe it became most real for me. Because honestly, your first, like, week or two, all you're doing is following your supervisor around. Like, you're not doing a whole lot yourself. Yeah, you feel like um, that, like, little lost puppy following around. Yes. Like, I, I always say, I'm your shadow. Today. Right, like, right. And <laughs> all the teachers, everybody is like, oh, who are you? Who are you? Like, right. oh, that's so cool. You're here. Thank you. Like, welcome. Whatever. But I feel like for me, the first moment it really became real was my supervisor, like, took a day off. And she didn't, like, give me a heads up. And so I was there. And she was like, oh, hey, by the way, I'm not going to be there today. And I was like, great, I'm here. Uh, I don't know what to do with that. And so, like, I was the school, I was literally the school counselor that day. Yeah, and in most schools, like, especially elementary, which we were professional, there's only one school counselor. Yeah, you're it. Yeah, when when she was gone, you were the I was it, and we had in my school... There were like 700, I want to say, over around kids in the building. And so it was like, hey, you're it. Like, if a kid needs something, you're it. If there's classroom lessons, you're it. Like, yeah, if the principal needs a counselor, if somebody radios for a counselor, you're it. Like, and that's such a, like, terrifying feeling because you're like, you deal with the imposter syndrome of, I'm not, I don't know how to do this. I'm not... Like you were t- talking about, like I'm not good enough for this. Yeah. Like, this year. I like I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. Enough. I don't. I haven't. You know, I haven't done this before. I just. I just read about this. I just right. read about this. I I'm really good. Know. I can tell you where where you can find it in the textbook. Right. right? Or like right. I can tell you, like I feel like All we get so quizzed on. Like I like. Oh yeah, I can refer to this. And yes. The answer B. Blah blah blah. But like. Right. When there's a child actually sitting in front of me, I'm like, uh, uh. Hi. Right. Well, and even things like, it, and this is true, and I think a lot of professions, but like the way you learn to do the job out of a book is very different than the way yes. that you end up doing the job in sort of in real life. And so, like, so there are things where it's like, okay, this is the nice, pretty way that you're supposed to do, you know, counseling. But when you're actually sitting with a student or when you're in a classroom or when you're with teachers, when you're with the principal, when you're meeting with parents, when you're like, even, I think this is the same case, even when you're like in the clinical side, even when you're sitting with a client, like it doesn't work that way all the time. Like it's great if it does and if it works out all nice and pretty like that, but most of the time it doesn't. And so you're really having to figure it out as you go, but at the same time we're students. And I think those moments where like, and I, this is what I told my supervisor, I'm gonna need you to throw me to the fire. Like I need to be thrown out and like to see if I can swim because that's the only way that I feel like I was gonna learn and like yeah. or feel like the confidence was gonna have to. I was gonna have to find it. Yeah. Like it was gonna have to show up or I was gonna fail. You know. Right. Um. And so he really pushed me and like allowed me to find that out. And so when I got to like my clinical setting and they were like, "Hey, here's your clients." Like there you go, like, and that's all the direction I got, I was like, okay, cool, <laughs> like, uh, here's a 15-year-old girl that I know nothing about, and that you're coming to me for help, and okay, hi, right. like, it is, uh, my name's Ryan, and I'm your counselor today, like, right, and it's, like, that's the other crazy part is, and again, like, we're still in grad school, we're both pretty young, like, but we have people sitting in front of us, whether they're you know, a small child or, you know, an older teenager or a young adult or even if they're older, like, 
somebody is now sitting in front of you, staring at you, and they need your help. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know how to help you because yeah. I'm still learning all this yeah. stuff. And like, I don't know, your professors will reassure you and say, oh, don't worry about it. It's okay. Like, they know what they're signing up for. Um, like, use your basic helping skills. That will get you really far. And like, all these things that they do to like affirm you and encourage you. Um, but like, you still feel like you're failing on some level and you still feel yeah. like you're doing something wrong or that you're gonna break somebody yes. like it's yes. I think that's a legitimate like and I've talked about that um with classmates like in other tracks and stuff like there is that fear that like what if you say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing or like our professors have told us stories of like when they have said or done the wrong thing and we're like oh okay that could be us right like yeah. we could we so, could like, I feel like you're safe when you're in the classroom. You're safe. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not hurting anyone. I'm not, you know, impacting anyone else's life but my own by sitting in this classroom right now. Right. And then to be in a room with someone who is reaching out for help, which is huge. And I, like, applaud anyone, everyone who, you know, finds themselves in counseling and, and acknowledges, like, I need help. Um, mm-hmm. And... And you're sitting there and you're like, oh shoot, like I'm the help. And like, I don't know what that <laughs> I'm means. the person who's supposed to help. <laughs> yes, and I, I think what's beautiful about um, the people that go into this field and um, I, I just see it in all of our classmates and everything is that you sit in front of these people and you see the hurt and you see that they do need help and and you want to give it to them. like, um, And there's just a, a beauty and a uh, just caring and just the passion um that mm-hmm. I see in, in you and our classmates that um just like we want to do the right thing I think that's why we question ourselves so much is that we truly 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 just want to help these people right but again like we're still students and so yes. I don't know I think we deal like there's the imposter syndrome but like I think the imposter syndrome would be one thing if we were like if we had graduated and we're new to the field like that's like I don't know if I'm ready to do this yet but then there's that added layer of not only am I new to the field I'm not even actually in the field yet right like I'm still learning all this stuff and I'm still a student I'm still in grad school trying to figure out how to do everything but like I don't know what I'm doing yeah and I'm like I don't know. I just feel like that's something that, like, we, we place all this pressure on ourselves to do things right or correctly. And, like, I just feel like there's this pressure to, to do it perfectly, but we put it on ourselves, right? It's not like we're getting no, that from anywhere. Right, right. It's, it's yeah, it's the pressure to, I, I want to care for this person. I want to do it to the best of my ability. And, um, and just yeah, just putting that on ourselves um, to be to be the counselor that we want to be. I think everyone goes into this field to be a counselor, right? And we want to be good at it, and we want to help people, and we want to um, I don't know, like put our hearts and souls into it, <laughs> and like, bear our lives to these people, and um, and then that's why also in our our program they preach like self care so much because they see mm-hmm. how. Um, how, how much people struggle with um, 
this, like having to be perfect for everyone and having to be on in that room all the time. And, and, and I feel like you'd lose a little bit of sense of like who you are if you're trying to be this perfect counselor. Right. Um, because you can only be the counselor that you can be, right? Like my, me counseling is completely different than you counseling, but like, even though we went to the same school, we like we're learning the same things, we're going all the same classes, but like we're different people. And so like sitting in a room with me, Right. And I think that it's the same and it's the same in school. Like how I am as a school counselor is different than how you are as a school counselor. Right. And like the the our our skill sets are different, right? And like for me it's it's actually worked out really well because my um co counselor at the school I work at, she is phenomenal at like all of the parts of the job that I am just naturally terrible at. Like, the logistical pieces, the organizational pieces, um, the, like, master scheduling, student scheduling, the data collection and data piece of it that, like, I'm not, like, a details person. Yeah. And so, but she is, like, a hyper details person. And so, like, she she is amazing and, like, a guru at all of those things. And so, we actually complement each other really well. Um, which has been awesome. Like, and, and there are things that I'm sure I do that she would say that like, she's not sort of naturally, um, sort of geared towards doing, but like, I'm able to do those things too. And that's been awesome. Um, but yeah, like we're very different people. And so like the way that we interact with students is super different. Yeah. And you're um, both excellent school counselors. Like, I don't know if I'd say excellent. <laughs> She's awesome. I literally, I will legitimately tell people like, I don't know what I'm doing. They're like, oh my gosh, you've been so helpful. I'm like, I promise you whatever you think I did, it was actually somebody else. Like there's a guy in our, in our school who I keep telling him like, dude, you're doing like half of my job for me. Like I, uh, he's, he's one of those people who like, he's going and checking in on kids and he's doing all these like grade checks with a certain student and like all this stuff and I'm like you are amazing you're also like doing part of my job for me and I like I thank you for that because honestly I don't know that I'd have the time to do all those things that you're doing which like the the counselor in me is like the fact that the thing that I don't have a ton of time for is meeting with students yeah is the part that's really that's irritating because I have so many other things that get put on my plate that I have to go deal with and so it's it's frustrating that like I don't have time to do all that but I don't know and that's another thing like even going back to grad school because that's that's what we originally started talking about um like we like grad school again and maybe we talked about this but like it paints this very rosy picture of what your job is going to be like Mm -hmm. and it's like this is what this is and so for us and like I think we both went through this like this is what school counseling is. It's this beautiful thing. And here's all the things you get to do. And this is like <clears throat> a big one is like what are um, appropriate counselor responsibilities and what are inappropriate counseling responsibilities um, or things that like are inappropriate for the counselor to be doing. And like our program does this, does a good job of outlining those, but then they like they advocate and they encourage us to strongly advocate to not do those non-counseling duties but then you get into the job and yeah, you're like, like, this is your, my job? It's most of my job. Yeah. But also it's, and I asked my 
um, coworker this because I asked her at one point, I was like, why are you doing that? Like, why is that your job and not somebody else's? She's like, she looked at me like with this really confused look. She was like, well, who else would do it? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not like, you're kind of right. Yeah. Like, nobody else is around to yeah. do that job. And so it makes sense to me that counselors would be the ones who would kind of naturally be like, well, I guess I'll do it. Like I will take on that job. It's okay. Somebody has to do it. I think that's why, like, even people in the building, like, even, like, our principal with the high school and that don't really know what the school counselors do. No. (laughs) And our principal, like, I don't think he has a solid, like, his, and it's not anybody's fault. Like, I think administrators aren't taught or trained on, like, what the responsibilities of various support staff are, right? Because, like, it varies from building to building. It varies building to building, but, like, even it's unless you've done that job you don't know what that job is like right and so like they know what the jobs of teachers are like because all administrators were teachers at one point yeah but like they weren't all counselors they weren't all social school social workers they weren't all like it's it's a super different job and so when you have (laughs) unique and so when you have like administrators who like keep asking you to do things and you're like do you even know like what my training is what my job is like what i can do do you know what i what i am actually qualified to be doing here yeah yet you have me sitting in my office for most of the day yeah. typing on a email asking parents random questions or mm. doing enrollment or Super figuring class. out class schedules or covering a class when a teacher is gone and like that's a big one right now because there's a huge i mean and we won't get into the all the little bits and pieces of it but like where we live I don't know if your district is dealing with this our district has a huge sub shortage yes. and so we're on week literally the first week of in-person classes for our district um, for secondary level schools so junior high like middle school and high school and I was already asked to cover a class mm-hmm. um, I'm covering a class and I'm and it's, it just happens. It, it happens, and it's like, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, in that one, I guess for me, it wasn't that big of a deal because it was a small class. It was only for an hour. And, and I think we're going to do, like, a whole podcast probably on, like, what it's like to be working in the pandemic. And it's craziness, and yes. So, so we we'll get, get into that, but, like. Time, but, but this, like, even just what Kendall's been saying about, like, there's so many different roles of a school counselor and then, like, Versus, like, even, like, being a clinical counselor and, like, how yeah. we've been, like, able to hold both of those trying to, like, I feel like I have, like, this, like, school counselor and, like, clinical counselor, like, on this, like, pedestal. Like, okay, this is the what I want to be. Yeah. And then, like, my, like, journey to get there has been, like, <laughs> ooh, like, like, that's right. Right. Like, like you and your like, ice pick like, trying, trying to get here. up this mountain. Yes. And, and it's so, it's definitely not been a straight line. And, and I think that's part of it. Like, there's, every school counselor will tell you different. If you ask a school counselor what their day to day is, yeah, no, no one would be able to give it's you completely a different. Answer. And no again, the answers would be the same. It goes back to it depends on your building, depends yes. on your principal. And it depends on a lot of your personality. It does, like what you're willing to take on, because there are things that my coworker is like, yeah, I'll do that, I'll do that, I'll do that, and I'm like, um, I'll do no, this. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. That's right. that is not my job. Yeah, this like, other I'm, thing that you don't want to do. Right. Like I'm willing to pick up certain things that she's like, I don't, I don't really know. Like, I, I feel like maybe you're a better fit for this. Um, like we have, we're running a, 
um, suicide prevention program in our school. And she was like, do you want to do that? Because, like, I can, but I feel like it might be more your thing. And I was like, 100%, I'll take that on. You take on all these other (laughs) things. But, again, going back, like, this isn't stuff that grad school, they don't really prepare you for all that. No, I don't think they can either. This is really only things that... I mean, I think what grad school prepared me for was like, okay, like, acknowledge what's going on in yourself. Acknowledge that this is not something you want to do right. or something you're good at or like this is something I'm really good at. It's something mm-hmm. that is like totally me. And like acknowledging that and knowing yourself well enough to be like, okay, I need to put this boundary for myself. Like I have to leave at four at three thirty every day because if I don't set that boundary and put my alarm on, I will be here till six o'clock. Yeah. Or I'll be here till eight o'clock. And and being able to acknowledge that and like learn those things earlier mm-hmm. on in the program maybe when I was just that student in that seat and like, mm-hmm. being able to like acknowledge that for myself I think has really impacted like how I see myself as a counselor and how I want to see myself as a counselor right I, forward and, and what that looks like I think that's been really like that is one thing that they really kind of get honest about in our program is uh, yeah there's they paint this rosy picture and then you do the work and you're like, this isn't exactly what I was told I was going to be doing. And that's the, you go through the frustration of that, but you also in our program, at least like you learn as part of all that, like setting really good boundaries for yourself. And I think that is one thing that, yes, learning (laughs) to set boundaries, but that is something that like is able to carry through. Even if you don't end up doing the job you think you wanted to do, or you think you find out that the job is something completely different like you still are able like to recognize here is kind of my limit as far as like additional things that I'm willing to take on because I get to do all these other things that I love to do that I actually did want to do and here's the limit that I'm I'm willing to go to and I mean there might be also things like like they say like school counselors don't really do lunch duty good or something and I've heard so many school counselors like I love doing lunch I love doing lunch duty yeah exactly I do it almost every day and so there's some things like that where it's just if that's how you meet kids if that's how you are in the building and being that you know professional that that teacher that connector of students then go for it like that's what I mean that's what I would say and um, I'm sure there's people that would disagree with that which is fine um, yeah. But I think that there's so much about this role, and really any career, any role, um, you have to know yourself enough to realize that, like, I'm not going to be the stereotypical school counselor, mm-hmm. the stereotypical clinical counselor, the stereotypical whatever. I'm going to be Ryan, who's a counselor. Right. And I think that's a huge, that's like such an important, because your identity should be like you as a person first. Mm-hmm. And your professional identity develops around that. And if you lose your individual identity in your professional identity, like if you are incapable of being yourself in the job you do, then it's not going to be fulfilling. It's not going to be something that you leave every day and you say, that was a good day's work. Like I am, I am proud of what I have accomplished in my job today. Yeah. I did the best that I could today with what I had and with Mm -hmm. what I had. And, and that's enough, right? Like, that—that that is yeah. enough. And I feel like even I've met so many people who are in their jobs, and they're like, I'm never doing enough. I'm never, like, I just, I'm terrible at this job. So it's not. pressure on yeah. themselves or from other people on themselves to, to 
be this like perfectly rigid whatever tight insert title here right is. But don't touch me, because yeah, you might... Because COVID. COVID. Um, but, I mean, it's just... I, I see in us, like, both of us, that... I know the person that I was even last year, like, trying to figure out what internship I was going to be at, and, and processing, like, walking into that building for the first time, and, and sitting in front of a student for the first time, and, mm-hmm. um, and like, which is great, because our internships were at... Our project was our first experience in school was an elementary school, which, like... Neither one Neither of us. Neither one of us are like uh, children. No. No. Like, sorry if <laughs> yes, if like... your voice. Like I I okay so this is a total like sidebar but I, the first day we had students in the building, okay so my morning duty is like by our main stairwell, mm-hmm. okay I'm standing there I'm like greeting kids as they walk by good morning good morning, and just like that good morning good morning that's how I do it. Thank you for coming to my show. No. Um, but I said, good morning. And there was this kid who, I kid you not, like, we have discussed that I'm a tall person, right? Yeah. This kid was almost as tall as me. Oh, Super tall kid. And In looked like, school? yes, looked like he was for sure like a basketball player. Dude was rocking his Jordans. It's like, wow, kid, I was you when you I was your age. Like, Hundred percent. Just, <laughs> Just being a freak of nature. Um, but I said good morning to him, and he kind of looks at me. He's like, "Good morning," and he had like this super deep <laughs> voice. And I literally, I was so close to just stopping him in the hall, and really? I was like, "I need you to repeat that," because <laughs> I was not ready for that deep of a voice coming from a kid. And he was like super skinny. He looked like, like. What is his name? I was about to say Gumbo. Gumby? Like the giant green dude? Oh, yes. Like he was just stringy like and just lanky oh, and like, and he was, I ah, had like the spiked up hair and I was like, all right, dude. Oh, he was rocking it. And I was not prepared for that voice. For that voice. It but like, the last school I had been in, interacting with students was an elementary <laughs> school. Right. And it was so different. Like, first, in so many ways, the previous school I was at was very different, but, like, I just, we we were both in elementary schools in the spring, and it was not, like, we did it, it was fine for what it was, but neither one of us walked out of that being like, oh my gosh, I am now called to be an elementary school counselor. My my mind is more open to it. I would say, I I would, I would, I would, I I think that if someone were to offer me, like, the coolest elementary school job ever, I'd probably take it. Right. But... I would be an in-school therapist for an elementary school. But if I had, yes, yes. But if I had a middle school or high school position, I would take that over elementary school. Yeah, the thing I just, it, we're getting into a whole separate thing here, but like, <laughs> and maybe that's another thing we do is we go through like what school counseling looks like at each level, but. With all of our knowledge. With all of yeah, our, a master. We should, we should for sure in. start bringing uh, people yes. in. We're, we're just talking out of our butts okay, here. Okay, we have a foster syndrome for this too we're not podcasters we are not we are professionals <laughs> in any shape form right right so. we just are making everything up yes. um, but no like it it is kind of wild how different the job like it's the same title at every yeah. level right but the job is so different yeah i mean i mean even and then back to like just 
personalities and identity that way. Like, and then you go talk to one elementary counselor, and then you go talk to another elementary school counselor, and they're completely different. They're completely they different things. Different ways. And, and I think that was like something in our program that we really had. Like, I, I know I really had to like shift my mind, like, okay, like, there isn't a right or wrong way of doing it. I mean, there's always a wrong way. But, like, <laughs> there's not like, you know, the perfect way of doing something. And, you know, my perfect way, yeah. and then your perfect way, and so on and so forth. And, right. Um, I think there's, I think the, why don't I learn that there's, I give myself a lot of grace for you <laughs> have this to, time right? in our program and a time in life and just trying to figure out who am I as a school counselor? Who am I as a counselor? Right. Who am I as a person? And again, like we've said this probably in every single podcast, like you don't have to have it figured out. No. Like there's so many people who are like, have been in their career. Like my last supervisor, she was one of the best, she's probably one of the best elementary counselors I've ever talked to. I've ever worked with. She's amazing. She won like counselor of the year in her district. She won that like her first year as yeah. a school counselor. Yeah. Not and even I, like. And my supervisor last semester won won that for his district. Yeah, and so, like. Worked with some really amazing. And but she constantly counselor. was telling me like I feel like I never do enough. I feel like I'm not yeah. doing my job. I feel like I should be doing things so much better. I should be doing more. And I'm like, yeah, like you go through that no matter how long you're in your job, whatever job it is, right? Like it doesn't even have to be school counseling or counseling, like any job, any career out there, you're going to go through that imposter syndrome and feeling like you're not doing it right, not doing it well enough that yeah. like, oh my gosh, I could lose my job at any moment because there's somebody better or newer so or let's whatever. let's normalize that. Like that's a total normal feeling. It's, it's okay. for and... sure. And I think it, yeah, like we're just normalizing everything. Right. normalize it all like, right like it, it all depends it's all normal that's like <laughs> here next time you see your therapist and they say well it depends or they give you like that like what? irritating answer like it, that's a total counselor what mode what what they're really saying is I don't know and I'd love for you to call them out on that and then let us know how it goes like seriously I mean, send us a message other, I want to know that sometimes the answer really is just it depends. Uh, and, for sure. And um, and, and that's okay too. Like it, like we're not supposed to fit in these rigid boxes. We're not supposed to fit right. into this like yes or no, black or white. Like it's not supposed to be like that. And and to you know force us into okay, you are now a school counselor. This is what a school counselor. Right here is, is your list of job. This is your job responsibilities, yes, yes. and this is exactly how your job yes. works. Although that's a great framework, and I think that a lot of very successful school counselors work from that, and I mean, of course, like, our ethical code of guidelines and everything is, you know, we definitely need that, mm-hmm. um, but that it's, uh, it's more than that, and, and really bearing your soul, and that just sounds, like, so dramatic, but, like, <laughs> putting your heart into this and, and finding who you are is such a big, big, important part, too. Um, yeah. I think, like, honestly like every time I see like your job description everything like it's so loose and I think like just as much as it depends can be the answer I think I don't know as unsatisfying as it is that can also be the best answer right like there are times that people have asked me questions at work or whatever like I've had a client ask me questions and it's like I don't know Right? Like, and that is, that is truly the best answer I can offer in that moment. And I always try and follow up with, let me try to find a better answer. But like, 
sometimes the best answer literally is just I don't know. Yeah, there's, I think there's a lot of just there's a lot of genuineness in saying that. There's vulnerability in vul- saying that. Yes, vulnerability and just yeah, just, just laying out there like you know what I don't know like you know I I can go ask somebody I can go figure it out for you but I'm not really sure. Um, and I'm sure like right now like I know I am like starting mm-hmm. this new job like I say that a lot like oh. That's a great question. I'm so glad you asked me. You felt comfortable telling, asking me this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I could ask somebody else. I'm not really sure. Um, I'll get back to you in a little bit. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like I can say that all the time. Oh, my. It, you, it's going to, like, if you get comfortable saying that, it can be your best friend. Because, yes. like, it truly, I feel like we have to get better at saying, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we being have to get better. Being comfortable with saying, I don't know. Yes. Get comfortable with it. Like, it's going to become your best friend. Yeah. It, like... Not to make it like a lifestyle, but just that it's right. It's a comfortable thing when it's necessary, when it feels like, you know, I really don't know what to do next. I well, because really it's like breaking down that false bravado of yeah. like trying to pretend you have it all, have all the answers, have it all together. Like we we're, we come full circle now, like there pretending you like you have everything together, which yes. like, hey, we don't, we, don't. <laughs> we for sure <laughs> don't. <laughs> And Not here. <laughs> like we're talking, we talk about like our jobs and all this, but like we're still grad school. Yeah. Like we're still learning. We're doing the job, but we also are still learning the job. I feel like even ten years out from grad school, I'm, I'm probably still gonna be saying I don't know. Yeah. Right? Like there's when I don't think I think if you ever hit a point in your life or career where you're like, all right, I know the answers now. I have it. I have everything I ever need. I know everything I ever need to know. You need, you need to, like, take a hard look at yourself and be like, okay, but do you? Yeah. Like, I think as people, and this is getting philosophical, but, like, we need to, to get better at, at, I don't know, ambiguity. Yeah. There's Thanks, guys. <laughs>